0: You know I think for so many of us we really like to think that life has pretty much returned back to normal post COVID-19, post pandemic and that's been the case for a lot of industries but for others they're still having a bit of a, a struggle and still an uphill battle to try to to return back to what things used to look like and that's the case for Alberta's tourism sector. This industry lost nearly 1 million workers within the first eight weeks of the pandemic and now it still continues to have hundreds of thousands of people. Fewer workers than pre pandemic time. So, we're going to get into exactly who it is that we're talking about right now and what can be done about it. Uh, the president and CEO of the Tourism Industry Association of Alberta, Darren Reeder, is joining the show. Darren, good afternoon. Thanks so much for making the time.
1: Good afternoon. Thank you for having me.
0: So I understand that your your group, in collaboration with Tourism HR Canada, has, has released a study that identifies some big challenges that face your industry. Uh, what are some of those big challenges? Can you just sort of set the table for what it is that Alberta's tourism sector is really dealing with?
1: Uh, Absolutely. You know, maybe let's just start with the fact that uh, the tourism industry, like many sectors of the economy, had been struggling with filling its labor requirements, and then COVID happened and bad situations for some sectors went to desperate, and I think that's been the case for tourism, and this is not unique to Canada. This is really reflective of some of the global challenges we have. Uh, What are some of the reasons for that? Shifting demographics, uh, people changing career focus, people not wanting to be in frontline service industries. So, you know, what our report looked at was five fundamental areas of activity where we needed to um, take some policy action. To look could make some difference in the future. So some of those are reputational issues. Some relate to education. Some are around workforce infrastructure. So things related to transportation and housing, which is really a big piece. And then there's immigration. Uh, immigration is a key piece to fueling the future needs of the entire country, not just the tourism sector. And finally, HR practices. Just you know how we uh, induce people to come into the industry, changing the whole narrative around what total compensation looks like, because. Often in the case of tourism, it's more than just the straight way to pay. It is about uh, the experience people get when they work for different employers, that idea that they can work and play for a career.
0: We've spoken to a lot of different industries that say that they're really having a tough time recruiting people. So what, what would that look like for the tourism industry?
1: Well, what it's looked like is uh, a lot more challenges. Uh, Pre-pandemic, I mean, it's always been a case of people looking for greater pay. Uh, That's a situation that is really exacerbated in Alberta relative to other parts of the country, just because of our historical relationship with the resource sector. Uh, There are very high-paying jobs in one dimension of the economy in Alberta, and then there are other segments that don't really have the ability to match up at the same level. We have people from a demographic perspective that are aging in their workforce life. They're not quite ready to retire, uh, but they don't want to work full time either. So this isn't just a youth employment situation. This is about people that are leaving the workforce uh, that for tax reasons and other purposes are not being fully absorbed in the workforce that could be a part of the tourism solution. Immigration is of course key to the future. We know Canada with its immigration targets is recognizing the need to replace our natural and declining birth rate really been under underway for well over 5 decades And that's a global phenomenon. So you know, the path to future immigration, and we've talked in Alberta about the need for a dedicated tourism and hospitality pathway to immigration so people can find a permanent residency through tourism as a path to the future. But one dimension of this that we've really not looked at in the past that we are identifying in this report is the need to professionalize tourism careers. And what that really means is starting at a very early age in the school system, letting people know what these career paths are. they are fulsome, lifelong careers that you can pursue that can lead you both to positions of equity ownership and the companies you work in, or teach you the tools you need to become an entrepreneur and strike out on your own.
0: Uh, it seems like a it seems like a massive ask with a lot of different uh, different areas to to try to focus on. What's going to be the main the main approach?
1: Well, I don't know that there's a single approach. I mean, there is a, call it a reputation, a culture piece that we need to address. And this is the long game. I mean, this is a generational challenge where we have to capture the minds and the hearts of young people. Mm-hmm. Uh, not everyone is destined for a university career. Not everyone is looking to be uh, at a professional level in an accredited professional designation. Some want to live their lifestyle in the service of people, with people, and in the outdoors. And in that respect, I mean, I think some of this is about talking about paths to apprenticeship and micro credentialing that give people the recognition, the real life experience uh, that is recognized from a, a business and an education perspective, that allow people uh, to, to pursue full, full lifelong careers in tourism. This is not something we have promoted in the past.
0: How how important is this to prioritize? I mean, tourism is a main, a major driver of our economy, Darren.
1: Well, you know what? And this is one of the areas of our economy, quite frankly, with the greatest amount of growth on a regional basis. You know, the unique thing about tourism is it really is about sharing culture, heritage, Indigenous experience, the landscape in our backyards. And what it's really to say is this is uh, an industry that's available to any community that has stories, events to share, cultural assets to share. So it is really a challenge. Uh, of diversification, but told through a different lens. This isn't a traditional set of levers we're trying to pull uh, to capitalize on other resource development dimensions of our economy. Tourism is a part of that natural resource economy, but we're saying we want to tell, or tell these stories through storytelling, through interpretive experience. And really, these are the keys to smaller communities finding new paths to connect to other local economic and interests. And an example of that would be agritourism, so the ability to uh, put a lens on the idea that there are locally grown and produced foods uh, that are sometimes in season and become part of the seasonal culinary offer that help define what a region is about and also help drive people into an area. So tourism is broader than just this idea of events and attractions. It connects to food and people and place.
0: Sure. I mean, I think there are so many different areas of tourism that you can open things up to and get creative to invite people in for many different reasons. So you've done the study now, you found the state of the labour market for Alberta's tourism sector. Now do we, as Albertans, expect a big marketing campaign to try to recruit people into the industry and try to encourage more tourism and highlight some of the benefits of it? What do we see next?
1: Well, I think there are a number of pieces. Uh, Again, I mean, there's going to be a piece about a dedicated stream uh, of immigration that looks at tourism and hospitality as a focus. The Alberta government has already said that as a priority mandate. There is the piece of uh, education and trying to get in early at the education level to let people know about these career choices. The other piece, of course, is a sustained, and not a one-time, but a sustained investment in a marketing campaign that brings attention to all the jobs that exist within the tourism industry some are seasonal in nature some are more geographically placed within the province but what we really need to do to grow the success of this industry is to build product and to find a labor force that can be employed on a full 12-month basis of the year. Too much of our business is compressed into the summer months, and this sometimes contributes to the cycle of people finding employment and then finding themselves out of employment because there isn't another eight full months of contiguous employment to be found. So that's part of what we need to address by strategically investing in new product development in the right areas of the province.
0: Okay. Darren, thanks so much for sharing uh, the results. Really appreciate it.
1: My pleasure.
0: Darren Reader is the President and CEO of the Tourism Industry Association of Alberta, talking about the state of the labour market for Alberta's tourism sector, obviously still trying to gain some ground after losing a lot of employees uh, after COVID-19.